Hello and welcome back to episode eight of the Game 122 podcast. And I have with me my good friend, long-term friend, amazing friend and co-host, Daryl Saunders. What do you want from me? I haven't got a women's team till next year. You leave me alone. I, I, just, I just wanted to big you up, you know, and oh, make, you feel, make you feel loved and welcome. Because you know how hard this one's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you doing? How's your team doing? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. I need to give it more attention. Um, I've got a good team. I need, I got a good result in the cup, but a stupid result in the league just because of not concentrating. Um, I just need to give them more attention because I think we're really close. I've got a good, yeah, I've got a really good team. I brought in some really good players. Like my base 11 is one that I can work with for two, three yeah, years. years. Maybe more. Yeah, it's yeah, good easy. Age. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, I, I went, I went really through it with place. you. Didn't I? Yeah, like my oldest yeah. defender's like 24 and they're already a, a, like they're starters, you know? So I just need to, just to concentrate because I've got a good team. But I also have to understand that they are, some of them are a work in progress, you know, like my right back still, you know, pretty, pretty weak PV wise. So I think I just need to balance, but I just need to put a bit more concentration in. That's all. I'm, I'm close. Yeah. I'm close. Um, today we have a special guest with us, which um, a lot of people know him as a Scottish stallion or the pink scooter machine um, or the twat in green uh, there, there's quite a lot of names that he's got but callum lang dog wanker is with us i'm trying to think of another really good word at the end but wanker was the only thing that could come to my head cow stock <laughs> that's what we're going with to be fair, yo yo that comes to my head when i think of him, so. <laughs> uh, how we doing i'm good mate i'm good glad to be back on uh, i think it's been a well since i've been on so yeah good to catch up yeah obviously barrels here which is unfortunate <laughs> but Needs must. <laughs> um, we're we're going to get into that in a minute, but how how do you, how do you feel managing Hibs again? Um, do you know I was going to change it up because obviously with Hibs the last game and Hibs in the last kind of few games, but it would be daft to change it for a, a Legends game because that's really only me that would know all the kind of Hibs players. Do you know what I mean? So it made sense just to stick with them for this game. So um, yeah, I, I gave a. a Quite a big glist to Ben. Um, no, no, to be fair, he had quite a big glist for Hibs, but I did, but I did add a few players in that were kind of missing. But uh, other than that, they've been in the other Legends game, so they, were, they had quite a good stock of players. So uh, happy with it anyway. No, that's good. It's actually one of my questions that I've got for you in here. Just obviously, you support Hibs. Yeah. Um, do you? How many times do you go and see them throughout the season? <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, it's difficult now. I, I used to. There was, I think, there was two seasons that I went to every single game, home and away. Um, and then when I took my job with the Popo, um, it was difficult because you start working shifts, so I had to give up my season ticket. And then pretty soon after that, my my boy was born, and because it's not really close, I, I'm Glasgow, so I have to travel to Edinburgh. It's like I would be leaving it maybe. 12 o'clock uh, say for a 3 o'clock kickoff, I'd be leaving at 12 and I wouldn't get back till 6 so yeah, it was just difficult when I had my wee boy kind of I had people watching him during the week and then on a Saturday I couldn't really just leave to go and watch the football when he was too young to take so kind of just stopped and then it was expensive as well plus Hibs are shite <laughs> fucking shit that's what you just get to, get to be fair now, they are shit um, but do in, in UE obviously you've had them quite a few times do you prefer having Hibs because you know them uh, against other teams because I know you you're really a small team manager you don't really go for those big teams no so do you prefer having Hibs uh, in general because nobody else will bid for him so he can <laughs> yeah so he can get him for a quid innit <laughs> probably just no, have to put a season ticket down just like oh man to send them my way no I, no, I still panic that someone's going to fuck me over I'm going to going to bid money so I end up I put in like a season ticket and then I go actually I'll, I'll, I'll put a wee bit in and before I end up I think I paid 185 for them in this game, this game do you know what I mean but uh, it's like you say probably pounds would have done it but I mean, it, I'm going to be in it for three seasons anyway, so I, I always just see it as kind of paying it up front rather than kind of putting in the big bids. But um, yeah, I thought I do like see Hibs are never going to win any league in real life. Do you know what I mean? So I might as well try and do it in a fantasy game. Um, 
and it's good to see them sometimes sitting at the top of a table. <laughs> Darryl, you wouldn't know what that, that is, but it's, it's when your team's, see right at the very top, if you look right up at the top of the table, that's where, where, most, that's where you try and get your teams to sit. Alan Stubbs took a p- better job by leaving you to go to fucking Rotherham. You can't say <laughs> nothing to me. He was like career progression. He went to fucking Rotherham. That was that was his step up. So don't even. <laughs> don't even. <laughs> so the, go, going into this, I would like to say beef between you and Daryl. How did it start? How does it stem? Why? Why does this banter? Why is there this banter between you both? Well, it's a twat. <laughs> I think it, I think it started obviously in game one hundred when me and Daryl used to actually text quite a lot mm. and. Because we were in the same league, and it wasn't really, I, we were kind of. He was one of the guys that I talked to him the most, and like when I first started playing you, because he was in in my league. So we just started texting, and then obviously there was a wee bit of kind of rivalry. Not much because I kept on beating him, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but but Daryl, me and Daryl, I think he said a few uh, podcasts ago that, but it was just like it was almost like a two horse race for the very start. And it was it really came down to the games against each other. So it kind of stemmed from there. And then I think it was at 108, I think I joined later on and him and Upton um, had obviously been close friends and were trying to give me some stick. And then it just kind of happened from there. And then I think I phoned Daryl once when I was absolutely yeah, smashed. That's when it started. <laughs> so I started dating my eldest daughter's mum and it was my second night staying at her house. And at this time, I wasn't such a whore. I was actually a nice guy. 3 a.m. This cunt starts ringing me, screaming down the phone how much he loves me. <laughs> She's looking at me like, "What? Who was that?" I was like, "To be honest, I don't even really know him." <laughs> just didn't go. Well. I was like, I, "I don't know." And then he pocket called Upton like one day for like every 15 seconds because I don't know what the hell he was doing. He was taking me to an interview and literally, Callum, 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 just pocket calling him the whole way. And I was like, I see one. He was like, he does it all the time. He said, I don't even know how it's me on top of his call list to make it. Yeah. I think so, I've got him saved as Arsenal or something. I don't know. Maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. And then recently, like, I've never, Upton's never texted me so quick as to your Instagram post of you singing. I think it was, I think it was in my WhatsApp before you even finished the song. And he was like, we have to rinse him. <laughs> but then about 10 minutes later, he messaged, he was like, you know what's annoying is that the twat could actually sing. I was like, yeah, I'm looking at this like I can't really mock him. He's quite good. <laughs> so, so do you feel like that, that rivalry, one is still there. I know you guys are in different leagues, but one is still there and two is also with Upton. Um, no, Upton's a stirrer. And he's he's a kind of go between sometimes. I'll send because I sent uh, I sent Daryl. You d- you didn't mention? Did you ever mention about the the mug I got you? Uh, one that I used to change my cat there. <laughs> yeah. What, so wait, 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 wait. He bought you a mug. Wait, what's this mug, Daryl? Tell me. He bought me a Crystal Palace mug for Christmas. <laughs> and it says Lang's. It says yeah. uh, Lang's bitch on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I use it to scoop out the piss and shit of my cat there. <laughs> <laughs> that is and, true uh, story. <laughs> but where do you think I got your address from? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Upton's the shit stirrer. Yeah, okay. he's a shit stirrer, you know. So he, he's a go between. Yeah, yeah. So one second. When when this mug arrived, Daryl, yeah. and you you're like, what the fuck? I've got a parcel. What what's going on? Yeah. Like what what did you like? What did you think? Like when you opened it up and you saw it, what was well, the I was first? What was your it was like a decent thing for one of my neighbours that I got by mistake. Not gonna lie, it was one of them. I was just like, "Well, let's find out. Maybe Amazon are fucked up." And then, as soon as I saw the palace badge, I knew who it was. You know, I, just, I knew that we could only be one person. And the funny, stupid thing is, is like maybe like a week before, Upton just randomly texted me, and he was like, "Where'd you live again?" He said, "I know you moved," and I just told him like without even thinking. Week later, palace mug in my fucking doorstep. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. But to be honest, like. You know, going back from the original game, like I learned a lot from 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 Callum. As I say, it was my first game, and it was because it was just us. Like the, the league was still pretty full. I don't think I don't think people had quit, but we we did just dominate. Like it was always in the league, and and you know, one of my biggest flop swaps where he benefited from this anchorman I had Eunice 
and I yeah, stopped him for like this left back who was decent but just didn't rise like Eunice did. Like the yeah. left back did me a job. Yeah, but this guy become like a 40 PV, 108 something, you know, and I think my left back stayed at 97. So, <laughs> yeah. But I learned a lot yeah. from him. And I've always said, you know, I, I did learn a lot about the game at the start because I just played like the default inside forward, centre forward, didn't really vary. But conversations with him and obviously watching how the league went. And then uh, I just um, just never let it go, really. I just never got over it. Yeah. I was hoping <laughs> that we'd get, um, we would be in the same league. This I actually, I, I mean, I, I thought I would have been in the third, mm. and I actually thought you would have been in the third, but Ben's kind of screwed. Well, not screwed, but he's obviously realised that Hibs are such, have got such much more bigger history. So they've obviously put us like in the second, and your wee tin pot club I in the fourth. That we would the both be in the third when I look at some of the clubs around. But yeah, definitely, know, I, I did think. I, th- I think maybe it's a little unfair to the team that I've got. Um, you know, it's fine. I'll catch him enough. You're not even top three, though, are you? I'm fourth at the minute. Tied on points, I know. Tied yeah, for third well. with Enfield and Kettering. But they asked, it is Steve Perry and Jesse that I'm tied with. So I'm not I'm not too upset with them. Yeah, yeah but but the thing is, Hibs are second and yeah, likely to go up. Lee? No, he's not. He'll bottle it. You not see what happened <laughs> You see not what happened in 1-2-1. That was the one. He bottled it against me. He bottled it against me as well. I do remember that. It's a one-two-two two chat. <laughs> <laughs> it still stings, boys. It still stings. <laughs> um, so th- there's been a lot of times, um, Lang, that you've you've come up with ideas in terms of like in one-two-two, two, you felt that there was too many UE points within the game. Um, yeah. Older players um, shouldn't improve as much. Was some of the things that you said previously. Mm-hmm. Um, that and they should have slower rises because of it. Um, but you feel that because of the UE points, obviously adding loads of pot within the game, um, that was a massive significant figure, so to speak, in terms of why there were so many rises within the game. Yeah. Now, le- leaving that and adding all of the other suggestions that you had, if you could sit here today and Ben said to you, what is the main or biggest change that you would like to see next in UE, what would you say that is? Um, I think I would probably go, like, lower stats, like a real low stat game. I know that this game has kind of been sold as kind of low stats, but I still think in terms of, like, someone like me who usually has smaller teams, usually my starting team is around about 86, 87. And for this game, I had a few, obviously the older 93 players, but already I've got a good full, almost a full squad of 90 plus, which is ahead of my actual 1-2-1 one, one team. But even, see, even knocking 10 away off everything, where 10 speed's not even a thing, 9 becomes a new 10, and people are playing 8s quite readily, and places like right back and left mids become 8 and 9s. I think, tactically, it would make the game much better. Um, but I, I know a lot of people wouldn't want that, but I think it would. You can increase the rises as well, which everybody likes to see, and it still keeps the game within. It gives it a lot of room to grow. That's just my opinion. But uh, so, I think... so what you're saying is, instead of having, so at the beginning of the games, for example, um, Zabina, who you've got in your squad, ninety three yeah. away, yeah, yeah. Um, instead of it being ninety three, you want it to be eighty three and have that as the highest step. Yeah, maybe maybe your high stats player, maybe 83 is a bit low, but maybe you have maybe 86, 87, and then the rest of your players are all around about maybe the 80 mark. Now, I know that would mean it would be PV-wise, it'd be shit, but everybody would be in the same boat. And you keep the, the rises, don't need to be slowed, you can just keep the rises, because I don't know if everyone's the same, but when I look at my turn, the first thing I want to see is rises, and you, you see, as soon as you see a few of your rises, you're like, brilliant seeing one two one when you were opening your turn and it was just nothing. I mean it's you were just like oh, for fuck's sake again. And it was like a bit demoralizing. Mm-hmm. Where everyone wants to see improvement. I think a lot of people play a game improve a team. And the the, the more scope for improvement I think keeps people interested a bit more. So this comes back to an idea that I had on, on a previous podcast in terms of doing the youth thing and having like where your stadium sizes and your condition and stuff and having something in there in terms of like the youth setup and having 
maybe like a, a, a thing where you can build your youth team. So you've got like level one to level 10 or whatever it is. And, and obviously when it's at level 10, it increases the, the stats of, of your training by 0.9 or whatever it is as, as it goes up, you know? What yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I honestly think that the two things that a lot of people are, are into in this game is transfers. Yeah. Like buying yep. and selling players and improving your team, whether it's first team, um, reserves, youth team, some people do all three, you know, and obviously like doing the training side of things and training individually and, um, et cetera, et cetera. So like there's the, uh, that's what I truly believe are the two biggest things on in UE. Yeah. Okay. Results and winning stuff and everything else all comes into that. But the enjoyment that you get from the game is, is from buying and selling players and, and from building a squad. No, or is that just me? No, I, I'd agree. I think it's all about it's like it's why, why you take or why you play, let's say, chat manager. You get a team, they're, pre, they're pretty poor, you build them up. Everybody likes to just get, even when I've got a 33 PV right back, I'm constantly searching, right? I need to get a better right back. I get a, right, a better right back, right? I've now got a 35. What's the next week's spot? And I look and see my, my left mid's maybe 34, but he's maybe 8 or 9 speed. I go, right, well, how can I improve that? And you keep moving. That keeps me interested. See, as soon as I get maybe a 40 PV in a position, that's it. Basically locked. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't need to look at that anymore. So that kind of cuts a wee bit, right? I don't need to do that. And that's almost like completion in the game for me. So, so, so that, that, that is that actual brilliant point because that comes on to one of my, my next questions, right? You are known within this game to, to build great sides. Some of the manager's comments that I've got here is um, Callum Lang, his transfer dealings go mostly unnoticed, but I'm yet to see him have a below good, ga- uh, good squad in any game that he's been involved in. Um, someone else has said, uh, really rate Callum as a manager in UE highly. He's a lad that I'm always at for second opinions on deals that I do. He constantly builds great teams and, I'm, and is always up at the top of the leagues. Um, Daryl, that's just um, another insult. Uh, no matter what season it's in, um, great lads, and I never hear a peep out of him unless he's losing. Um, <laughs> that was my comment. <laughs> and then there's one one more here. It says um, uh, Callum Lang gets his teams and makes them better. Um, gets good rises every single game with his methods. Has had a lot of success in UE, but couldn't master his brothers uh, in. <laughs> innovative I can't even say the word now this is another word we're going back to longevity aren't we fuck yeah. it um, uh, t- yeah that one uh, yeah, no that central is. players formations so would have to listen to him complain about that whilst I pop off to sleep uh, and then yeah so like everyone seems to think that you build great squads and obviously you've just alluded there where you you have you look at your weakest position and then you look at trying to improve that now, for a new manager coming into the game, or even the older managers that have been in the game for a long time and absolute dog shit like Daryl, um, <laughs> or as you say, like Daryl, I don't think that, by the way, Daryl. I just want you to say. Um, what advice would you give these people? What would you say is the best way to build a great side? Um, I think I would look at, I know you went on before about judgment, but I would look for... I would look long. I wouldn't get put off too much with low low OAs. Um, there's been, I think, there was a player. There was a player in one two one, and I think um, he had one stamina. He had three. I think he had something. Was it one stamina? I think he had another really low stat, but there are stats you can move really quickly. And he was on. It was his PV was quite high, but he was only maybe an eighty three or an eighty four. Um, as in overall, a guy is Georgia. It was a Georgia centre forward, uh, and I went. You know what? I'm just going to take a risk with him. He had quite good essays, and I put a uh, pot on him, and I trained him in the reserves every week, and he became a hundred and hundred and four relatively quickly because they, the one stat moved up to six within I think about ten weeks. You can move it really quickly. So I think sometimes people get put off with low OAs, but again, I know we go on about untrainables, but. I try and look at relatively good untrainables because you know that rises are going to kick in and eventually a low overall player at 83 or 84 could potentially be a 100 plus and have the right stats in the right positions. 
Yeah, so you're a little bit like me. Obviously, I look at untrainables massively when I'm building, and I've got an algorithm where uh, obviously 40 is the max in terms of the four uh, positions. I know some people talk about, I uh, don't look at judgment or I don't look at vision or whatever it is, but I look at speed, aggression, judgment, and vision, no matter what. Um, and then there's a certain number that they have to have in terms of total of 40 in order for me to, to sign them. <clears throat> Because then I know I can increase them whatever way. But like that that being putting that to the side, and obviously you're looking at untrainables, you're looking at things like that. Like, is there something that you say to yourself, right? This this team that I'm building right now is getting to a good place. What can I do to change my team's prospects? So like say let's say you're finishing second behind me all the time. Um which happens quite often. Um, <laughs> what what would you say right now, like in terms of the team you've got right now, right? So you're not top. Yeah. So what would you look at right now and just say, right, I need to change this. I need to do something different. So I'd maybe look at, what you mean if something's not working right? Yeah, something's not working. It. Yeah, something's not working. In terms of when the way you've tried to build your great site, something didn't work. Yeah. You're like, shit, what would you, like what would be your fallback in, in, try in terms of trying to fix that? I'll stab so, for advice like you <laughs> <laughs> I think I would probably I mean I usually set up the game way relatively quickly in the first few turns where I decide right I'm either going wing backs or I'm going full backs and wingers um, and I know kind of roughly what I'm going to do up front so usually I set up really early I'll put potential on any players that I've got that I know I'm going to be playing that position um, but then if things don't work I'm probably usually a wee bit kind of cemented in the positions that I would, the, the kind of formation that I'm going but I would maybe tinker a wee bit with tactics and then start looking at maybe moving I always think there's players that are influential for for your team, I always think you need someone that can score and you need really a good goalkeeper and someone to create so for my formations I really need, if I'm playing my four, a four-five-one as I have done in one-two-one and this game that I'm probably going to be looking at I really need my, my my lone striker to be able to score. If he can't score, then I'd be looking at maybe moving him on. Um, free roll is really important for me in the four five one. I think that's probably the most important position. So I really need a good free roll with good, a good SA, good speed. So that's more important to me than maybe a centre mid um, at the kind of start of the game. Um, and then your goalkeeper as well. Goalkeepers, I think there's been a change somewhere with them where you're getting really, really low AR sometimes for goalkeepers and they've got great stats. Um, and it was starting, I think, one one nine as well. It was just, I mean, the goalkeepers look great in paper, but they throw in like 67% ARs, which I don't know why why that would be. But um, yeah, I'd probably just look at positions to strengthen. Okay. Okay, that's good. Daryl, do you look at things like that? Do you say to yourself, right, I'm playing four five one, which is what you play as well, because you two are fucking twins. Um, I've only that recently moved to uh, like Cannibal Tate. I've always been a four four two guy. It's only really the last few games since I think it was Benfica. I had one twenty. I played four four two four five one, and just uh, and with Matt. Matt was always a big lover of four five one, and we did that at Feyenoord when we did that. Uh, but the first real, like, it's only the last couple of games I've really done it. But. Um, yeah, but is, free, that, is that what you is, look for though? Do you, do you say do you say to yourself, first. I need a striker that can score goals? Is that, that is that the things that you look for? Yeah, so yeah, it, and so I brought in Milosevic, the, a target man. I love. I've got Clive Mendonca, who I'm trying to chain train as a target man already, because um, he's younger. I brought in Milosevic and I brought in Wegley because it was like free roll and target man straight away, which are like for the way I want to play four five one um, was important. Um, and the keeper, yeah, keeper has always been big deal for me. Like it's, it's always been, you know, since game a hundred because I'd never changed. I had this Cameroon keeper Mbaga, and I never changed him. And I think that's always what let me down because he was never amazing. But I never bothered. It was plug and play. He was like thirty six. He was fine. Do you know what I mean? But I could have always got better. And I feel that like from that game, I've never paid it much attention until we we. Like the, the game with Fire Nord is where I really changed the view of the game when we did Aberystwyth actually as well. Because I never took it really seriously. Um, but yeah, keeper, free roll, and target man are the first things that I uh, I go for. So yeah, it, I do the same to be fair. But yeah, I need to get the spine right 
first, you know, and then I start to to tweak the rest, you know. So I'm I'm slightly similar to what you guys do, but like I'm I just get one good position. So like I'll get a good goalkeeper, good defender, good midfielder, good striker, and then I'll build around them because there there'll be deals that I would do. Like for example, like at the minute I've got PK at the back, Hazard in the middle. I don't really have a good striker, so that's what I'm trying to obviously build on at the minute. Um, and I've just potted my goalkeeper. So I, um, it's not more of a spine, but it's more of a one, one good player in, in each of those um, split positions, so to speak, and then build, build off that. So it's not, it's not far off. But you two are twins, so fuck yeah. But to be fair, if I was going with the right forward, left forward, I'd always try and get them in goal scoring first. That would probably be my first kind of port as well. If I was going with a, if I was playing maybe a five-three-two or with a wing-back system, I would probably look first at my right forward, left forward, and get get really good players. Oh, are you there. looking at? Are you looking at SA like in, in? So would SAs be really really important to you, or would you look at just their stats and them scoring goals? So like, if um, they're not scoring regardless, would you just be like, yeah, fuck this? Well, sometimes I look at it, but then I'll, I sometimes think that people like to have a, a really nice squad on paper and you can see teams and they go, oh, look, I've got a 40 PV or a 39 PV, but it's, if you look at it for, I don't, you know that film Moneyball? You know, the the kind of baseball one where it's all actually about, it would all pretty much be about probably AR and returns. I've, I've had players where they really don't look that great and no one would probably really take them, but see, sometimes you just find that person that just scores goals or or the ARs are really high and you can't really put your finger on it. And I mean, you could swap and get a much better player again that looks better, but if the person's scoring, then I don't know why you would why you would change it. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've had forwards before that, again, like some six-speed, some of like six-speed target man or a six-speed center forward or even, uh, I think I had a right forward with four aggression, which you would put most people off, but he scored every week. So I'd think... At the end of the day, your forwards, if they can score, I would just keep them. I would just go with them. Yeah, regardless of stats. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Like in uh, Aberystwyth, 117, we signed Danny Haynes. And I think he was like five aggression. I only signed him as like a bit of a meme. It was cheap on the transfer list and we just needed a backup. Um, yeah. And he fucking, he just went off. And it's just like that. Like he was only like a 34 when we started playing, but he just went off. He's scoring every week. And, you know, as Matt said, he's like, how is this a thing? <laughs> like, I was like, no, but we can't. You just can't drop him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he's scoring, I can look at other stuff first until the goals dry up even. Do you know? So... Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, Andy Davidson, I think Andy Davidson had a, a seven aggression target man. And I forget his name. He's got it. I think, I'm sure he's got it written down somewhere on his uh, on the on the forum. It is his wee signature. I'm sure. I forget who it is, but I think he signed a, like a seven a seven aggression, relatively average target man, but he scored like, I think he scored like 40 goals in one season and he was just a, an absolute goal machine. So again, if you put up a seven aggression target man, on the, you, you couldn't even swap it. I mean, if you, even if you put that on a transfer list, you probably... This is what I mean, Lang. Like, so obviously the conversation I had a couple of weeks ago on the podcast in regards to the anchor man who had uh, six speed and people didn't want to deal with me because that person has six speed. But since when do I recommend they need fucking speed? Like, no, no, it's crazy. But now this is a target man that needs aggression as part of the stats, and he yep. still scores fucking goals. Yeah, I know. So yeah, crazy. Um, going on to my next question, and I sort of covered this in in my previous interviews with with some of the other guys, but titles and 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 what you've won. So seventeen league titles, fourteen FA Cups, three League Cups, one UEFA Cup, one Champions League. You obviously start off with a small team, so you, you don't start off in the UEFA, you don't start off in, in the Champions League, per se, and no. you sort of got to work your way into those areas. Um, do you feel that that's the reason why those trophies are low? Um, but I think they're obviously harder, harder to win, I think. But I would say, yeah, for me, I don't really have a team that can match a big... Well, don't usually have a team that can match the big teams until probably season three, at least, maybe season... This season, well, in one two one, it was kind of faster. Um, I was probably season four when I went into the, that that league. I looked and went, well, I could probably do a bit of damage here because the team had actually progressed quite quickly. But usually, I'm looking at 
if I'm taking a small team, season five is always my season that I look to go, right, this is a season that we're going to like go for the league or if I can lock it again to Europe, then I'll be looking at taking a, a kind of European competition. This game's obviously a wee bit different, but I'm always kind of, because I'm the smaller teams, I think the only team, the biggest team I've ever been was Porto, um, which is 120, which they kind of get there or thereabouts the Champions League, but um, I didn't overly enjoy starting with a big team, if I'm being honest. I preferred, I preferred going really shit teams. Um, yeah, like Hibs. Yeah, like Hibs. Um, even the shittest team I ever took was in... It was uh, FC Ufa or Ufa, I don't know how you say it. And I mean, they were, that was when you had to delay, when you get a penalty for delaying your UE points, you had to use them in turn one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, I think, it, I think you could delay them and it cost you five points for, to, to delay, I think maybe 20 yeah, points yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I had to delay all of them. So I lost 10 points straight away because there was not a single person in that team. That was that, good enough. The, the, yeah. the, I mean, you'd be wasting it. Um, and then I just ended up, I actually had a really good first season with them. I nearly won the UEFA Cup in the first season with them just by, uh, it was actually switching, it was putting potential on and getting older players in, which is something I wouldn't do, but it was an easy form, format game. So I just went, you know what, I'm going to put pot on players and swap for kind of older, cheaper players and got the team kind of really quite strong, but old quite quickly yeah. and then done the damage in the first kind of two seasons and then kind of, lost a wee bit of interest in it to be fair yeah well you would because they're probably all retired by that point wouldn't they yeah <laughs> so do, so in regard in regards to obviously you've won you've won a lot of league titles a lot of FA Cups do you do you want to just focus on starting to win certain trophies or are you just happy with competing or like what sort of manager do you feel like you are um I'd probably, probably say <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Don't just one second, Daryl. Say that louder for the people that didn't hear a that. A shit one. <laughs> people at the back. He's shit. He's a blagger. He's fucking Scottish. He lives on like Andy Murray's type glory, you know? What used to be before his hip went. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He's a hips fan as well. Oh, of course he is. Says a lot, doesn't it? Says a fucking lot, that does. Um, <laughs> I would probably say... What was the question again before that Welsh twat? What type of manager do you think you are? <laughs> All right. For, um, so I actually try and... I went through a wee bit of where I was trying to win every cup in every league. If, if, in every like area, if you know what I mean. So I went to Germany, at uh, Hoffenheim, I think, in Germany. And I went, right, I've never been there. I'll try and win the league in the FA Cup. And then once I do that, I go, right, I've kind of... I wouldn't say completed it, but I can tick that off. So I'd done a few games where I just moved to different divisions to try and win the leagues and stuff like that. Um, there's probably, I've, in the UK, I've still, this is the first kind of real time, I've had, with Hibs being in the Scottish like, league before, um, one 2 one's the first time it's actually been, I've been in the kind of UK league. So I've got the League Cup and ideally I'd be looking to take the league in the FA Cup at some point, hopefully, um, and maybe in this game as well. And then once I can tick them off, then I'll maybe look at maybe somewhere else. Um, so what I, happens when you've done done them all? Well, Ben keeps kind of creating different leagues. Do you know what I mean? So I could kind of tick off the Northern League now because um, that was a new one and then I kind of took on Midgetland or Midgetland or whatever you call them and I got the league and I just yeah, to get the FA. No one was in that league. You were in there by yourself, weren't you? No. That was first. <laughs> no, it was, okay, it was only last season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... So that's kind of the Northern League's kind of done now. So I don't know, but it, the, hopefully there'll be different leagues opening up. Um, and there's still a few things that I've still to, there's a, there, are, there are divisions there that I would like, like to win the cups on. But yeah, usually I'll, I'll put all my uh, eggs into the league, whatever whatever game I'm in. It's usually always the league that I'll go for. Um, and then I'll see how injuries and stuff like that happen, whether or not we start the FA Cup or, or things like that. Not also the Champions League, but that comes later on for me usually because unless I win a lower division now, you're not really getting that chance. And obviously, I bought I bottled it in the first season with Exa, with Carlos pipping me when I was about eight or yeah, ten points clear. I do Carlos, remember that. Carlos was shit, mate. How do you feel? Yeah, Carlos, okay, he still is. <laughs> I don't know. He's doing quite well in one, two, two. Any top? He's, he doesn't send his turns. Terry sends it for him. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so, look, I'm looking at your squad right now. You've got 
two players that really stand out for me. Zabino, who we chatted about earlier, and you've got yeah. Ray Wilkins as well. Um, yeah. Is there any players in this squad that you look at and you're like, he's not going nowhere. He's like legend, keeping him no matter what. Uh, Frank Sozzi. You see him, he's a long shot, a long shot specialist. I, think, I forget what his other essay is. He's got Determination. another one. Determination. Sozzi was my favourite Hibs player ever. He's um, an anchor man in this, right? Yeah, so he, I think he can play, centre, he can play sweeper. And, oh no, it's not, it's, uh, he's a defender. It's, uh, it's, did I've you say that as a midfielder? Uh, he's got he's got deaf. He's not deaf, but he's got. I oh, was it deaf? Sorry, I'm yeah, it's deaf. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so he can play. He can play sweeper as well. But I'm playing him. Um, I'm playing him anchorman just now and putting Wilkins uh, at centre mid. No, I, I, I might get Wilkins will be maybe one more season or a couple more. Season. I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, we ch- with the change and the kind of older players, maybe. But I think Sozzi will probably see me out the game. I think he's thirty one. So yeah. I think I'll get at least three, four good seasons out of him, and that will take me season five, and I'll see see where we sit there. But yeah, he he would be kind of untradeable, just because of the, he's the only person with it. It's kind of the name as well. It's like he's my favorite Hibs player, so yeah, it would definitely be him. Yeah. Maybe Port, Portis as well, because he's I know I had in one two one. He's a bit of a beast, and I think he he'll still improve as well. He's got to put potential on him. Really quick, he's got leadership, nine speed centre half, and he's got, I think, nine aggression and maybe eight, eight, eight aggression, eight judgment, eight judgment. Yeah. So he again, he's going to he'll uh, he'll be a good he'll be one of the top centre halves in the game, I think. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you can see that. Um, so who obviously you say that you you build you look for a free role um, as your main thing. Uh, I take it Marinello is playing as your free role at the minute. Uh, no, it's actually uh, Blanco. I'm, put, I'm playing Blanco there. Okay. Why um, have you put him there? So, but, so for everyone that can't see the squads at the moment, he, he, Blanco is a 9889 free roll with uh, character, SA. Yeah. Um, I played Marinella a few games, but he didn't play that well. I got Blanco, and I've also got... It was him. I signed them both the same um, The turn. I got Jordi Cruyff as well, but he's in the reserves. He's a he's he's quite a good free roll as well, and he's probably maybe going to get put into the first team. It's really between him and Blanco just now. Um, but I did sign a boy this turn, um, and I think I'm going to put potential on him. He's got G. He's 18, and he's got yeah. GSI. Shovered void. Shovered void. Yeah, yeah. He's got good, quite good stats. So he's already got an SA. So I can put. I can spend. Um, the seven points to get potential on him, see how he maybe mentor him as well, and then see see what happens with him. Um, but I've kind of penciled him in for maybe season two as my free roll. Okay, so that, so so you look you're looking ahead as well. So you're trying to you'll be like, all right, I'll probably get a season at him, swap him on, and then use this guy instead. Yeah, yeah, I've all, that's what I mean. A lot of people don't. I know people sometimes just use their reserves for training and. Some people don't don't use them, but I'm I'm probably quite. I, I kind of take quite a lot of care of my reserves in use. I'm always trying to push on and either almost have like a steady replacement or someone for the future. I, I don't mind sacrificing the first team. Um, I don't mind sacrificing the first team for the the kind of first couple of seasons sometimes, so that I can have someone that I can train twenty six weeks. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. take, have one top player in the reserves, one top player in my goose, and I just batter them with training, like, relentlessly, until you get them up, and then a good end of season, and then before you know it, you've got a really good player that makes the first team. That That's usually, that's probably something I do every game, is I'll maybe put a player that could maybe play first team in the odd game here and there. I'll just, I'll just put them in the reserves of the youth, play them in the right position, and train them. Okay. Um, so that's probably what's going to happen to that boy, the the, the Firo. He'll go into maybe a probe having the youths actually, and then I'll just I'll, I'll he will just get battered with training once the potential goes on him, and then j- just see what happens for the, for there. Um, but very rarely I find that if you put potential on any player, I know other people like to see them train first, but I always think even if they train well anyway, if you put potential on them, it just increases it even even faster. Um, so 
I'll just I'll just wipe the potential on them straight away and just get them trained. No, it's good. It's a good point. Uh, Daryl, was there anything from you? You had um, the question that you wanted to ask. Oh yeah, is it my turn? Yeah, go for <laughs> it. Here we go. You've been fucking nice enough. I think I've been sick three times. I know. Daryl's. Uh, I mean, Faddy's been building me up. I'm loving it. Yeah, my turn. <laughs> <laughs> just doing it to wind you up. Yeah. Why are you such a twat? Is my main question. Like, wait, how, is, is it like in your genes? Is it like a family of Lang twats? Is it, or is it something you've just developed of your own? Uh, probably developed it. To be fair, aye, I probably developed it. And what, um, what did you find on your missus's hard drive that makes her stay with you? Because you are punching hard, boy, like hard. Do you know what I mean? And this, this, I, I see the Instagrams and like she's smiling, like she's happy. I'm thinking he's got something on you. Like, don't even. <laughs> what did you find? It's what it's what I've got under my kilt. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm a catch. I'm a, I'm a catch. I'm a, I'm a 37 year old man that's doing no, a, no, a, I would a, say, a, I doing a podcast funny, right now. <laughs> our funniest text interaction was when you were doing your back garden and you was laying all that grass. I've never actually uh, seen the man so upset. <laughs> it was the worst I've ever seen him. He was raging about the <laughs> fucking grass. Oh, it was terrible. Right, I'm going for this. Grass, anyway. Oh, it's good. That grass is nice and tidy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the house is getting done up, so it's mental than now. I've got loft getting converted, and the full house is getting done. Bathroom, kitchen, yeah. full. It's like tripping over stuff. It's a nightmare. Turning my phone off. I'm interested. No, I know. It's adult shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lang, I've got a question um, from. Well, it's my question, but I'm sure everyone's thinking it. Do you actually own a pink scarf? <laughs> no, I do not. Do you, not... To, do you want no. to own a pink scarf? I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. If Daryl's going to repay the favour for the Crystal Powers Cup, maybe get me a wee scooter, I would say no. Um, but no, I've not got any real obsession with the pink scooter. That... Tell them why, how the pink scooter started. I think it was... I th- do you know what? I think it was game 108, and it was... Um, who was that? Mallorca, Mallorca I had, and I drew Upton in the UEFA Cup final, and we both done a kind of match report or a, a build up or a preview or whatever on the old pro boards, I think it was. And he wrote one, and I wrote one, and I mentioned about how I was traveling through in the city with a, a pink moped and <laughs> just a lot of fucking nonsense, but I read a road from on back, and the pink moped thing just stuck. And I was getting messages with Pink Moped, and it's it's basically Upton and Daryl that just won't let it go, you know. True, and I think Matt won the UEFA Cup in that game, didn't he, against you? Yeah, he did. They beat me in the final. Just, yeah, just just making sure that that's known out there. Like Matt Upton stuffed him. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> just just to finish on this, Lang. So you know the team that Daryl um, has just bought, Langley FC. <laughs> yeah. So, do you know what colours they wear? No, I don't. Uh, Tell blue, me red, and white? Oh, are they blue, red, and white? Yeah. Blue, blue, red, and white. Blue, red, no. and white. Listen, no, the home you know kit is teams? like Atletico Madrid, and the away kit is like a blue version of it. So, I don't know where you're going, but don't. One second. Do you know what other teams are blue, red, and white? Uh... Like? Oh, let's get Percy on. <laughs> <laughs> the Glasgow Rangers. Um, no. Um, oh, you're talking about Crystal, Crystal Palace? Palace. Oh, aye. And he's actually just going to bought the team. So, And also, I think... Atletico Madrid, all right? Not fucking Palace. And it makes <laughs> me sick, though, that Vieira's doing a good job there. It actually makes me sick. Like, I think... <laughs> I, I don't know what game it was I watched Palace on the telly. And I was just sitting there just like, fuck. <laughs> like, they actually look like... You know, like a team, and it just makes me nauseous. It just, <laughs> yeah, blue, red, and white. Yeah. A blue, red, and white team, and the first first four letters being lying just makes it makes it I perfect. Know. I know that was going to be my next point. So <laughs> the 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 team name <laughs> is Lang. So Listen, I got um, him for a quid and a Toby Carvery. So come no, on, one, no, Daryl, 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 do not Lang's do worth. So. I just want you to feel privileged, Lang. You you might not own any percentage of the club, but you own Daryl, okay? Yeah, you I do. fully own him. All right, no, but serious yep. question. From Game 100, <laughs> was there any seasons when you thought that I might catch up? Like, all serious now. Um, Maybe one. 
<laughs> maybe one <laughs> when you were quite cool. Maybe one, but other than that, no. And then, then you, you give the reins over to uh, Chris Metcalf. I did, Metcalf, and I went to Real Madrid for a season. Because yeah. the thing was, is that we couldn't, either of us couldn't really do much more in that league anyway. And I just, no, maybe I mean, for my last season, I'll just, I took over Danny Lennon's Real Madrid, I think it was, when it, he had Real Madrid. And he was giving them up. So I was like, well, I'll take them and get Metcalf back in. We're we're as Chris he Fernando yeah. Torres straight away, and I was like, I regret my decisions already. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, where is where is he? Metcalf, he's, he's yeah, playing yeah. Happy Families under someone's thumb, I think. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh. I think I think he got pussy whipped. I'm afraid. Okay. We used to play. We played GTA with him for a bit. Um, he used to come online. He was pretty good at GTA, to be fair. Um, but I haven't spoken to him for ages, actually. I haven't yeah, seen him at all. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I do miss him because uh, he was a uh, competition for me when I when I won the treble with Inter Milan. <laughs> nice to get that in there, Faddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw it in there. Might as well yeah, end the show on, on a good note. Oh no, last one. What was your best Hibs team that you've made in you either? Which one? Stands oh, out for oh, that's a good question. Which one? Because you've uh, done so many. Which one? If someone says the best one, is the is the one that you turn to? Um, I think. It would be between, I think it would be between one two one, because I managed to get really good wingers in straight away. Um, that was Grant at Juventus gave me Costa, and then I got managed to get Kulabeski off him as well really early. Um, I would probably say one hundred though. I managed to get Iniesta off the transfer list, yeah. <laughs> and that was before I kind of knew how to work out values. I just kind of just put a random figure in, and then. Got, got him and then obviously built um, I was quite lucky with players that were rising and I just seemed to always have forwards that scored that was right forward left forward but I had Daryl can you remember Nihat uh, yeah, the Turkish yeah. boy Nihat yeah, yeah. he was a goal machine and then he kind of retired and I got Santa Cruz Roca Santa Cruz yeah. in, and he, oh, he, yeah. he he barred him in and it was just it was that way every time I put someone I signed a new forward they just they just scored. It was uh, a. Yeah. Uh, it was just. I'd probably say the one hundred. And plus, it was my first game, so it was. I kind of hold that team a wee bit better than other ones because it was my first game. And um, I, I think I think Ben just wanted to give you something. That's probably all it was. Yeah. See, see, to be fair, I mean the amount of mistakes that I made in that first game as well. At the start, I, I, I tried to train someone's speed the first turn. Um, and got a message saying you can't train someone's speed and then I say I, I misread somebody off the transfer list and bought a I think it was a seven speed left back and I, I thought he was a 30 I think he was a 30 back then it was like 36 was like a 34 and I, I thought I'd signed a 36 and it wasn't it was like 34 he was shit um, so, so we things like that and then even looking back when you look at some of the tactics you played as well I know the game engines change but when I look back at, at the turns I'm going Fuck, I, I, that shouldn't really have worked <laughs> um, but but sometimes the, like you maybe some, some things do work that, that, that goes back to your point earlier night 7 aggression target man doing well yeah I know it's just uh, see if they can score goals just keep them in keep yeah. them in there you go there's the Tips from the useless twat. Yeah, useless twat. Go on. I was just, just going to say something about Daryl, but I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. <laughs> the next time. You've used all your comic genius. He needs to lay down all this talking. He's not used to it. Yeah, honestly, as long as you don't do any more TikTok, see while you're on here, I know you're not making you TikTok. So. Listen, he says that. He's one of the first five people to watch him on Instagram. And no. like, you are, like, always, because I can see who views them. Like, you are always in that list. You don't miss one. So don't even come at me. You need it yeah. in your life. Yeah, I don't you... miss one either, because I want to see how much of a twat you're being. <laughs> <laughs> what um... you don't know, Daryl, is that I just click them dead quick to fire through them to get on to someone that's relevant. I just click them, bump, 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 right, that's him out of the way, right. Listen, Boom, real, you, you love order. You love <laughs> But no, I, I, I do know, it's funny, I'm at a point now where I know... I will get reactions from some people now. Like I know when Faddy's going to message me, basically telling me he hates me from one. I know when the <laughs> reader's going to call me like, what? And I know when my mum's going to message going, is it my fault? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I've got it all down now. But, yeah. but do, do you know what makes me laugh is that I know you're doing them with, with your daughter and stuff, but you really put so much effort into the dancing. So like you really try and shake your hips yeah. and really get into it. I did today. And it's just yeah. like, 
I had to record that five <laughs> times because she was complaining at me. Like the the ones with Scarlett are usually her idea. So I just, I go along with, honestly, like, cause she's quite creative to be fair, but yeah, I had to do that dance five times today because she's like, <laughs> no, you're not jumping at the right time. I'm like, Jesus, I'm 40 back off. You know what I mean? You're now a dad dancer. You have got the dad dancing moves. I know. Yeah. And I, mean, it's I, don't even know, I don't know what age that happens. TikTok at, but you've, you've search bar, it says dad dancing as well. So I've made it. I've made it boys. Yeah, to, be, to be fair, Dar- Darryl was dad dancing at free, so <laughs> it doesn't make any difference. Yeah, it's true. I still, I, I've been in Pop World forever. I blame Pop World. Fucking two left feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, Lang, it's been absolutely amazing having you on. Um, really, yeah, some good. really, really good insight there. Um, so hopefully the new managers or even the old managers can can take some something from this. Don't, don't take it because they'll ring you at 3 a.m. and just really <laughs> I just, really I just keep telling for you and maybe Nat Owen. Nat Owen gets a phone call every now and again. He's my, <laughs> my best buddy. <laughs> as long as it's not fucking me, I'm happy, mate. No, um, you're all right, mate. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me on. No, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And um, for anyone else that has any ideas in terms of what Lang has spoken about today when it comes down to um, the the changes to the game, when it comes down to uh, the beef between him and Daryl, even when it comes down to building great sides, drop us a comment on Discord and we'll love to hear from you. For now, thank you very much and goodbye.